It's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. This is a special edition because we're twins. <laughs> it's always special. Bro. It's a double edition. You know what? We're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage yet again from somewhere in the Twiniverse. And we are so glad. We really are happy and honored that you are joining us yet again on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And if you haven't friended us yet, uh, do it now uh, while you're listening to us. Friend us on uh, Facebook, Twin Talk Show, and on Twitter, Twin Talk Show, because we can be in touch like that. On the air también. And you know what? You We feel free to call us anytime during the show. You can call us at 626-275-TWIN. That's 626-275-TWIN. And you know, if you have any comments on uh, what we're talking about or any questions for our guests, because you know what? Even though we invite our guests here to come, we never tell them. And sometimes they get ambushed with some questions. Yeah. Uh, and get ready. Uh, his name is Jeff Bayero from... CompleteBalance.com, and he's going to talk to us about what it's like to have a total wellness life and a unique, very interesting way of having people get healthy and help others at the same time. In a com- and in a complete way. And that's because we care, y'all. But you know what? Remember, and we- he's, author- he's also author of The Inner Geyser, or Energizer. <laughs> <laughs> my body, that's my Spanglish. Reminds, <laughs> reminds me of a chick I dated. The Inner Geyser, man. Uh, look that up on, uh, I don't know, Barnes and & Noble or something. <laughs> I, I knew a girl that reminded me of a geyser, but that's just a different story. <laughs> <laughs> That's the rated R version. Oh, really, man? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, listen. Um, also today on our show today on our show today, I, I know, Angel, I know, but you jumped ahead, so I'm going to go ahead and complete the thought. Oh my! God. On our show today, because there's a lot going on in the Middle East. Um, Usually, you're the one who jumps ahead. That's why you were born first. Let me, <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish. Let me finish. Okay, they're bombing us here. Listen. No, that's the ghetto bird. <laughs> also, uh, <laughs> as it's all over the news in the Middle East, yet another Middle Eastern country in middle in the midst of a revolution. So, our friend, a multimedia journalist and Middle East expert, uh, Lisa Deftari from lisadeftari.com is going to be with us to sort, help us sort it out because she's a pro at that. Also, from Run Devil Run. Jackie, Jackie Joyride is going to call in and and tell us all about all their recent activity that they've, uh, uh, because they're in the mix of it. I mean, they recently uh, uh, were a big part of the Sunset Strip Music Festival. Uh, And they just got a lot going on, not to mention that they're going to be taking part in uh, Twin Talks. Double header on September 3rd with Sunset Riot. And Run Devil Run. at September 3rd at Joe's. 
Bar and Grill, Great American Bar and Grill in Burbank. We invite everyone everyone to show up. Guess what? It's a free show. Free, baby. Free show. And two good bands. I mean, really kick-ass bands in the beautiful city of Burbank. A nice little place. Uh, no, big place, actually. Yeah. And we're going to have the Twin Talk with Jose and Angel custom photo booth that only we have because... We're the only twin talk with Jose and Angel out there. Nobody has it. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> also, um, but let's talk about last week's show. Last week's show was fantastic. Okay. Last week's show, and the reason why we bring it up is because you have the opportunity to... Um, oh, last week's show was can, a... Can, it took me a minute. Can I finish my sentence? <laughs> Sorry, brother. I can never finish I, I'm sentence. being an expression, dude. I, I, expressive. I was expressive, you know. Last week's... The reason why we bring it up is because all I of our... I got a lot of feelings, Holmes. A lot of our show... All of our shows, after we go live, they are podcast for uh, for download later on. You could get them on twintalkcast.com or you can subscribe both on that and on iTunes and you get it for free. And listen to our shows. And you can listen to it anywhere on your iPod, on your phone, while you're driving. While you're having sex. I don't care. Because <laughs> you know what? That geyser thing that goes on, you know, <laughs> it works better when Twin Talks on the radio. <laughs> so check it out. We had, last week, we had the legendary Chicano rock band, The Midnighters, which is why we are the twins now. Check it out. They did a, uh, they shared a few of their songs, but mostly they, they really shared a lot about their history and how they've contributed to, to uh, rock and roll and what they're up to now because they're, they're filling up the houses. And they, they still are. And you know what? It was actually a fantastic interview, um, and they shared a few tracks that it just kind of, it was a good vibe. It you was. Know, it really was. And if you guys just, if you guys just want to kick back and enjoy one of those kickback shows, that's a good one. And have your chica with you because there's some good oldies on there for you guys to dance, you know. But you know what? There's a lot of other shows. All our shows are archived. So go to that show, you know, <laughs> TwinTalkCast.com and download it. And then while you're at it, subscribe to Twin Talk uh, with Jose and Angel, and they'll download automatically into your device or computer. Every time you turn it on or depending on how you set it up. Yep. So remember that. Because we're cutting edge like that because we're iTwins. And so now, um, <laughs> we are iTwins. How was your week, bro? Um, dude, it was pretty good. You know, I spent most of it with you. We, we we did. We had a couple of days in the weekend where we Dad were, put us to work. Well, first of all, Friday night was a, was a starter. We kicked back in Theo Luis's garage, <laughs> just you and I having drinks. That's rare, man. That's rare. We killed it. You a, killed a sixer, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I'll take the rap, brother. I'll take the rap. Uh, no, you know what? I honestly, I don't. I I did drink like three or four beers. I don't usually drink that. But much. it was cool, brother. But you know what? I just stayed here in Theo Luis. After you left, uh -huh. I stayed here listening to some music. I was listening to some old school like uh, uh, Fleetwood Mac. Awesome. Man. Old school stuff. And then we had to go, not we had to, we went to go help dad chop down a tree or yeah. two trees. Yeah. Good job. Good yeah. job, Jose. It was a big, big project, but uh, you guys were all there in spirit as far as we're concerned. And uh, you know what? Next time we. Shout outs. Next time. Let me finish. Next time we. Uh, <laughs> next time. Let me start. <laughs> next time we post on Facebook. <laughs> And we're drunk. That's what happened at birth, man. He's all, let me finish. I'm like, okay, I'll start after you, brother. Hey, listen, next time we post and we drunk post on Facebook, respond, guys. What, what a buzz kill. We did. We I totally get, did. I don't get buzz like that very That was often. a drunk comment on Facebook on there. Hey, so shout outs. I want to give a shout out first and foremost to our friends. And, um, you know, congratulations to uh, Iconic Capture Dory Savino Lawrence. 
uh, Rockstar Reflections, Stacy Wells. Yes. Uh, Loving It 38 and Run Devil Run, all previous guests on our show and friends of ours who were all part in one way or another at the uh, Sunset Strip Music Festival that I hear really kicked let me, butt this Let me weekend. tell you something. First of all, we regret we couldn't be part of it. We, uh, as, as many people know, we had things going on. But it is a fantastic. That made us chop a tree down. A world. <laughs> it's a world. Else I would have been there. <laughs> Let me just say, I, don't you remember the Mexican bell? Let me just, no argument with that, man. <laughs> say, let me just say, the Sunset Strip um, epitomizes what rock and roll music is. Out of the Sunset Strip has come such bands as the Doors and Motley Crue and the po- and Poison and all these great bands that now the Sunset Strip has gotten together every year and they have this fantastic and now festival. It's happening now. There's great bands. Uh, rocking it now and 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 forging their names on the strip as well. And so you know what, we are really honored to have had these people on our show. Love in a thirty eight, Run Devil Run, Dory Savino Lawrence from Iconic Photography, Iconic, Stace, Iconic Capture, Iconic Capture Photography, Stacy Wells. She's an awesome painter, awesome artist, rock star reflections, rock star reflections. Look them up on on the web. They are fantastic artists, all of them. And you could also go and look them up on our shows. So there's your shout outs. Now I real got... quick, but let me complete the thought. Congratulations huh. to all of you. We are so happy and honored that you've come through our garage, our Theo Lisa's garage, and we're honored to call you friends. Congratulations. And let's party September third at the uh, Sunset Riot and. Uh, Run, Run Devil, Devil Run. Run show. So yes. I'll see you there. And some more shout outs. Alejandra Perez or Monke, whatever. Yep. I'm so glad you listened. I'm so glad Monka you listened. Monka is her name. Monka. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Ann Caven. What's up, homegirl? Bianca Swift. Hey, let's go see Melody Cult. They're going to be out there sometime soon. And Look uh, at you giving them a plug. P- uh, <laughs> uh, Chad Papa Bear Hall. Hey, Holmes. Uh, elaborate on that name, would you? And Dicey. I'll tell you. Dicey. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you. Baby bear walked in to sleep on the bed and found that someone was sleeping on the bed. <laughs> so she went over to the next bed and saw that someone else was sleeping in Mama Bear's bed. And so, so on, on and, and so, so on. on. Okay. okay. Dicey Garcia. That name sounds familiar. Do, do I don't know. know. It's a little dicey know? for me. A little dicey. <laughs> Gloria Serrano. What's up, homegirl out in Azusa? So glad you listened. And some, some more people from uh, from our old town. Uh, Jeanette Renteria Castillo, Joni Avila, and Rosa Hinojosa. Thanks for listening again. And Rush Train from Sunset Riot. He checked in. Ray K. Bring us some food again, homegirl. Rachel K. She's the uh, manager, uh, bartender, and entertainment uh, supervisor for Joe's Great American Bar and Grill, where we're going to have the double header with Sunset Riot. And, and she Bar. is a multiple, too, an identical multiple. Identical triplet. Amber Zors, hi, baby. Love you. And uh, Ingrid Walters, eh? it's, uh, it was good to talk to you the other day. Hope to talk to you sometime soon, homegirl. And uh, I just want to let you know that this... Uh, this and every shout-out is brought to you by Express Cuts. Because if you want to get your hair pimped, go to Express Cuts. Three generations of hairstylists there. It's at the city of El Monte, 10420 Laura Souza Road, El Monte, or if you want to say Big Monte, 91732. Call or just walk in. But if you want to call, 626-448-1931. One and tell them the twins sent you, and after you get your hair done, you get a free blow and conditioning and all that kind of stuff. And a free blow, 
<laughs> blow dry. What are you talking about? Blow dry. Hair blow. Blow dry. <laughs> anyway, you know, Ray K. Ray K. chimed in on Facebook. She says, I'm listening to you guys laughing my ass off. She says, go multiples. What's up, homegirl? We are proliferating. Yeah, you know what? She's, uh, she's a cool chick, and she's pretty damn hot. All three of them. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what? When I'm on the radio, I have, I'm, I'm protected by this microphone and this cyber fiber optic lines and thousands and tens of thousands of miles because we broadcast all over the world. So I can say things like that. You're hot, baby. You're mighty hot. <laughs> there you have it. Are you done with the shout-outs, bro? I'm done, baby. Oh, wow. That was a quick shout-out. A shout-out to my girl, Lulu. What's up, baby? What's up, baby? I'm that sorry is... you had a hard time at work. Uh, that happens. Pinchy. That happens. Shout. So, um, <laughs> um, as you know, um, we have, uh, every week we have current events, and um, our current events for uh, every other week is our girl, Jackie Casas. And Jackie, how are you, babe? doing fantastic how was your week it was good it was good okay was, let's hear yeah. about it um nothing too too exciting i can't even remember what i did this weekend i ran uh, I'm, I, start, I'm starting to get into this thing where i'm i'm trying to run oh. i'm trying to be a runner i hate uh, running me too i hate I hate running <laughs> But I don't know que se me metió that I'm just like, <laughs> I'm going to start running. La loquera. Shit. I know, right? ¿Quién quiere ganar corriendo, man? But my knee hurts. <laughs> Does it? I've only been running for like three weeks and my knee hurts. Holy, holy. That's, con that's concerning to me because uh, I'm like, uh. We're, uh I start, well, we'll, we'll ask uh, Jeff Baero when he's here. What can we do for that complete yeah, balance and stuff? Yeah, it's just my right knee. Maybe you're off balance, you know? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm always off balance. I'm let, falling over every other day. Let me tell you, I, I've run and I've run and I've run. There's no geyser thing going on or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Energizer. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Anyways, I've tried running and I've run and I've run and I, uh, I found something funner. But you know when he runs better? When someone yells, Migra! <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, I've, I've, I prefer to hike. Uh-huh. You know what? I was really into hiking last year. Uh -huh. I was really. In, I'm like, I'm, I'm terrible. Okay. I'm one of those people. I get really like obsessive, uh -huh. but like with things. Uh -huh. Like I'll get really obsessed with like pink lemonade for like two months, and then I'm over it. Uh -huh. and then I get really obsessed with like Rosie O'Donnell, and then I'm over it. Like so, I've done okay. hiking. Rosie O'Donnell. Where did that come from? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Where she might come back from? into my life though, because she has a new show <laughs> and Oprah Winfrey. And so, so um, I did hiking, and then I was. That's kind of scary, man. I'm glad I'm not dating you, Jackie. <laughs> you know, just what? with <laughs> things, though, not with people, not with Let people. Me tell you guys, just with things. No, 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 no. You're Bebe. beautiful. I was gonna just say, guys, you know, she may be pretty, but she may get a little obsessive. <laughs> Let me tell you, you are a beautiful woman, and I've had the opportunity you. to work with you for for a number of years. But and if we were dating. Uh huh. <laughs> you would turn away right now. No, if you said I'm obsessed with Rosie O'Donnell, I draw the line. <laughs> I draw the line. She's there. fascinating. I don't know. Fascinating. She's fascinating. She's a crazy liberal. But then I was butch. also obsessed with Michelle Obama last year too. So uh, the Black gradient, Widow. Uh, the gradient is extremely large, guys. So uh, I've anyway. been obsessed with a couple of women myself. Yeah. So uh, right now, <laughs> that's another chapter in my life. So right now, my <laughs> obsession is running, and it's kind of kicking my ass. Enjoy. It hurts my knee. Enjoy. Wow. wow. So, so we we'll ask, figure that out. We'll, we'll ask, ask Jeff, Jeff when he gets here. <laughs>
So let's go. Uh, what's, well, you got a topper for us. What's going yes, on with yes, current yes, events? Yes, yes, Big, big, big news going on in the Middle East right now with Libya. We have the rebels that are celebrating right now because they have reached Tripoli, which is the capital. And uh, they claim. Is that a rock band? <laughs> they claim to have taken uh, major control of the capital city. Um, they have uh, invaded. Muammar Gaddafi's compound mm-hmm. and they yep. have detained some of their supporters and they 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 feel like they're they they've won the battle there's a lot of celebration there's shots in the air they're hooting and hollering like are they think it, they, are they looting well here's the deal because <laughs> if there's some vatos over there uh, hold probably... on a second I got the fan <laughs> I got the fanfare for that hold on American. <laughs> That's American, man. We need some, what do you like, think it says? Of Tripoli. <laughs> From the halls of Mo- I thought I heard that somewhere before. <laughs> anyway, I you thought know, it was a chocolate. <laughs> you know, to help us sort that out, um, um, as we as we promised, um, our friend, multimedia journalist um, uh, and um, TV journalist and Middle East expert, uh, Miss uh, Lisa Deftari from lisadeftari.com is out on the phone with us. Lisa, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Hi, Lisa. Thank you so much for coming on the Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We really appreciate that you did it once and are still willing to be on our show again. <laughs> <laughs> Anything for you, Jose. Anything for you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, how's your cold? You better now? I'm still coughing a bit, but I'm much better than last time, yes. Well, that's <laughs> it's good. It's been lingering. It's been taking a while, but well, take, much better. Take care, babe, because a lot of things are going on in this world that we need you for. You know what? Let us know. Um, after six months of fighting and rebels and everything pushing into the Capitol, this weekend people are saying that the 42-year reign of Gaddafi is over. Is it true that after Egypt's dictator and Yemeni's dictator, uh, Yemen's dictator and Tunisia's <laughs> dictators fall, that Muammar Gaddafi has fallen as well? Uh, well, he's nowhere to be found. And, um, well, you know, I, I've been saying for the past 48 hours that it's, it's premature to start celebrating anything um, at this point because, A, we don't know where he's at and, and dictators of, of his kind and he himself has not appeared since June. So we don't know if he's going to play, you know, a, a reappearing act now after his disappearing act. <clears throat> his son came out yesterday and said that he isn't, in fact, in Tripoli. But, you know, they invaded his compound today and started taking apart his closet and his statues and his, um, you know, posters and such and were, you know, um, destroying them on the streets as a symbolic um, obviously, it's such a it's victorious feeling for for the rebels and the you know Libyan people who um, who have really suffered under the reign of of Gaddafi over the last um, four decades. But you know, as as outsiders, it's 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 better to be cautious at this point. I mean, um, you know, who knows when he'll uh, you know he might be retreating and coming back with you know. Uh, to fight, he did promise that he would fight till the last person in Libya is killed, or um, till there's blood flowing in the streets. And you know, I wouldn't put it past him to come back and, in fact, um, initiate something of, of that caliber. But at the same time, this is this is a tremendous um, victory, and we don't want to, you know, take away from that either. Well, you mentioned you mentioned the rebels. Who does the rebel army consist of? 
Okay, so the rebel army, these are, are a lot of defectors. So these are people who, for example, were in the military, um, were part of the police force, were part of the bureaucratic uh, you know, segment of society and turned on, on Gaddafi or weren't happy with him. Um, it also consists of both a secular uh, parts of, of society and as, as well as Islamists who are, are more radicalized members of society. So that's actually another... Um, big element of, of this whole uh, Libyan situation where there's no um, homogenous uh, population. You know, Libya is a tribal um, society, and the only glue that was keeping it all together was these, this awful common enemy that everybody had. So, you know, there's a lot of differences uh, in the population within the rebels. And, uh, you know, he also has some supporters, especially within Tripoli, and he's, he's surrounded himself with these supporters. So we're going to see a lot of uh, differences sprout up with just between the rebels themselves. And also there's a chance of civil war between people and between power, you know, the power struggle between the different factions. Lisa, this is Angel Hernandez. <laughs> well, Hi. He, well, it's his <laughs> last name too. We're on a last name basis. <laughs> you know, What's the security number. <laughs> <laughs> they ought to, they ought to try Home Depot. I thought I saw one of the day laborers, but his name was Omar Gaddafi. <laughs> 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 you know what? Um, what? Um, Lisa Jose again, Jose Hernandez. <laughs> Hernandez. <laughs> Uh, you know uh, what of uh, what of Gaddafi's son? Not uh, one of them came out publicly, but they've been. There's been reports that other two have been um, have been arrested. Yes, there are reports that the other two were arrested. Um, I heard s s something today about that one of them is free again. Um, this is going to you know be up and down, and 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 really the, the news that we get out of. Um, not not criticizing the media outlets, but kind of not trusting um, what Gaddafi and his family and his supporters put out, and what kind of um, tricks. I mean, he might be underground somewhere in Tripoli and 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 sprout up again very soon. So, I mean, it's very you have to take everything with a grain of salt when it comes to the Middle East, and particularly um, in the Arab Spring. And we know these these uh, tyrants and. Dictators have, have stayed around for so many decades that it's very difficult for them to give up, obviously, um, the power, the money, the position, their families. Um, so he's not going to go without a fight. And I'm not sure that this is, uh, you know, ultimately the last um, uh, fight that he's going to, uh, you know, surrender. Now, Lisa, um, Lisa why, should, uh -huh. why should the layperson in uh, the Midwest care about what's going on in Libya. I mean, a lot of people, I'm sure you hear it all the time, is like, you know what, let them fight it out. We are spread out too thin. What do you say to that? In particular, well, in, in particular, right. in part, forgive me for interrupting, but in particular with what's going on in Libya. Right. There's, there's two, there's, this is a, a difficult um, situation to assess because on the one hand, I do believe that we, we need to be there and we need to, uh, you know, to say that we are there for, for human rights purposes is, is, is baloney. That's not true. Uh, we're there for the free flow of oil. We're there to um, make sure that, you know, our interests and, and European interests in, in the Middle East um, are, ma are maintained and, and um, you know, 
with things not going so well between uh, the U.S. and Saudi Arabia after the U.S. supported um, you know, and encouraged Mubarak to step down. I think now we need Libya um, for, for oil. Uh, and to be honest, it's, you know, we both need to be there to have a hand in what goes on, um, but we also need to be invisible to allow the Libyan people to create their future and do their nation building on their own. I think one of the biggest mistakes and one of the examples that's always looked at is um, three decades ago with the Iranian revolution. And uh, so many times President Obama is compared to President Carter, and this is one of the prime examples, where President Carter came and had very influential, very um, overt um, position in, in, in asking the Shah of Iran to step down, but then turned his back and left. And what happened, we know the rest of the story where the mullahs and the militant Islamists took over the country and now the Iranian people have, and the international community is still paying for it uh, 32 years since. So, you know, we don't want, we don't want President Obama, I mean, this is something that he's considering a victory for himself. He can't turn his back at this point. And we've left from behind and we've actually been lucky that, that even after six months, uh, Gaddafi uh, left. But at this point, we need to stay and make sure that the, the relationship is maintained with the new government, that the uh, radical groups who usually have more money, more power, more organization, don't step in and fill the vacuum. And obviously, we're seeing that that is a problem and that is a lacking of the, the rebels right now. For 40 years, they weren't leading themselves. We can't overnight ask them to create an organized government and to uh, govern themselves uh, independently. Um, so I think, you know, America and, and you know, international NATO forces need to have a, a, a presence and, and invisibly do other things such as, you know, send um, lawyers and doctors and um, technology experts to, you know, one of the things that um, Jose, you and I spoke about in the pre-interview is um, how technology has been less uh, of a, an element in the right. um, Libyan uh, revolution than it was, for example, in Egypt or in right. Iran uh, two years ago in the uh, aftermath of, of their presidential election. So I think, um, you know, the, the Libyan people, they also have a huge young uh, force of, of, of young people in their, their population. They're unemployed. They're um, illiterate, many of them. So, I mean, these are things that the international community can do to help them uh, in the next chapter. Uh, Lisa, we have about uh, 30 seconds left. Uh, you mentioned the fact that uh, the baloney aspect of uh, President Obama's U.S. Uh, involvement uh, in the, the as so-called human, humanitarian mission. And I read that uh, uh, Mustafa Abdel Jalil, former justice minister to Gaddafi, under Gaddafi, uh, apparently referring to NATO countries, including U.S., called on them and thanked them for standing by the revolution from the beginning and that they would enjoy, quote, special relations with the new Libya. So people have said, is this going to vindicate Obama? But to me, it kind of um, it kind of uh, vindicates those who have said that it was not a humanitarian missing mission, but basically a mission to take out Gaddafi. What do you have to say to that? I think it's too soon to call this a victory. I mean, yes, he took out Gaddafi, but I think the, re the end result is what will determine if this was a success or not. The end result, when you look at Egypt right now, was that a successful revolution? 
I don't know. We really don't know. Can anyone really say? You know, Mubarak is gone and he's on trial, but, you know, that's looking backwards. The trial of Mubarak is looking backwards. What, what do we have to look forward to in Egypt? What, what will their country be looking forward? Six months after their, their revolution, they're still in perpetual revolution mode. They haven't moved forward. And we don't know what will happen in Libya. Did Gaddafi leave? Maybe he left. Yes. And that in, in and of itself is a symbolic victory. But the, the ends will justify what, whether this was uh, a success or not. Well, you know what, Lisa? Thank you so much for helping us sort this out. It's such a quagmire that's going on there. And for the regular person like myself, it's kind of hard to make out make the up from bottom thank you so much for sorting it out for us we really appreciate the fact that you're willing to come on our show hopefully we'll have you in the garage sometime would you do that with us looking forward to it awesome thank you so much uh lisa good night and we'll we'll talk to you real soon talk to you soon that was that was lisa deftari you can get it you can catch her at lisa deftari.com that's l-i-s-a-d-a-f-t-a-r-i.com She's a multimedia journalist, Middle East uh, uh, expert, and you can see her on Fox News, CNN, and all the networks. But go to her website. She's the bomb. I saw a picture of Gaddafi. You know, he does look like he's, you know, like Hispanic. Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, he does. It's one less jerry curl in India. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. He's crazy. <laughs> he's, he's crazy. Uh-huh. Like, he's over the top crazy. Over the top crazy, indeed. Well, anyways, I'm really glad that uh, Lisa was with us. Uh, she's awesome. And uh, we're back now. Let's go on to the current events. What else? You got another topper for us. Yes. Another breaker, right? Breaking news, guys. Uh, East Coast had a, a pretty major earthquake over there. Can you believe that? Kind of like normal for us, but for the East Coast, it was huge. You know what? People were tweeting about it all over the place, like freaking out. And like we have them all the time over here in, in California. It was a 5.8 earthquake, and it was felt from Ohio all the way up to Georgia. So it had a pretty big Wow, land. that's like out of the ordinary for the East Coast, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Absolutely. They had, like in New York, you know how we have the emergency alert system? They had one go out like a little bit after 2 o'clock, and it said, this is a real <laughs> earthquake alert, like caps, earthquake <laughs> alert. Like it wasn't like, oh, just kidding, just testing. No, it's like a for reals. But this is the deal, guys. Um, what was the, yeah. There wasn't anything real damaged. We saw pictures of like a chimney being knocked over. Uh, the National Cathedral had one of its like little piquitos from the church knocked <laughs> over. That's called a steeple. <laughs> there you go. I call it a piquito. A piquito. <laughs> so thank God there was no major damage. But a lot of the people in the East Coast were really shooken up. They were like, what is up with... They, they, this is the biggest earthquake they've had in like decades. Oh, wow. Well, and what was the what was the rate to scare? What was 5. it at? 5.8. 5.8. It was a 5.8. That's not, that's, that's not, that's not a small, small one. one no. no. No, it's not. I mean, that's a significant... The houses are older over there. Yeah, I'm a lot of brick houses. I'm surprised. Yes. That, that, was, that was another thing that happened. We I think in Virginia... Let me tell you what it is. It's because, you know... <laughs> Tell us earthquake is. is a great excuse to get out of work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like the the, well, the yeah. vatos over at Seven Eleven. You know, they're like there's a there's like a two point something, and they're they're shaking the the, the shelves. You know, dropping everything. Hey, 
That way, a rato, they, they get to go home, you know. They there was some, make it look worse. There were some, like, side of buildings that were knocked over. There's a lot of damages to cars from bricks falling over and falling into the car's parking lot. Um, because, really, the buildings are not to the exact to the same standards as they are here in the West Coast because uh-huh. we deal with earthquakes and the East Coast doesn't. Uh-huh. So, uh, there was damage. <laughs> um, but, like I said, one of the I big <laughs> was a chimney, like a chimney that fell over. See, that's but it's not, big to them. That's not fair. See, they got... They got snow days to call in, you know. That's true. They get snowed in, and they can call in sick or we call in. They get an earthquake, they can call in. We don't what do have we get? That. We can't even call we, out for heat waves. Not even days. for traffic. No, all we get is a is what is it called a fire alarm at work? You know, you have to walk out and meet somewhere with everybody and actually speak and then to your take a, and you take a roll call and you check everything and then you go back to work. <laughs> yeah, it's it. it That's but, messed up. Yeah, it's not fair. <laughs> but, but to us, uh, you know, 5.8, it's like, oh, okay. But the, the East Coast was really shooken up today. Yeah. It was really shooken up. So it was random earthquake. And then there was another random earthquake last night in Colorado. Wow. There was a, a random one. So what's up with the random earthquakes? 2012, baby. Could I'll, t- be. I'll tell you what it is. Could be 2012. I'll tell you what it is. It's that big, black, multi-million dollar bus motorcade <laughs> that the president has oh. spent. That was built in Canada. Bumped into something. (laughs) Thank you, Obama, for stimulating job growth in Canada. And earthquakes. (laughs) And earthquakes in in the U.S. Okay, (coughs) move on. Talking about Obama, (laughs) I particularly selected this story because I just felt like it you know, stir up some fire on you have ass. <laughs> now you're obsessed with okay, stirring up some yes. fire on his ass. <laughs> we're talk- we, went from, we went from geysers to my ass. <laughs> this is rated X, baby. <laughs> okay, so last week, the Obama administration plans to review 300,000 immigration cases in deportation proceedings. 300,000? Review. 300,000. What, what do you mean? Be, be, so their administration is going to go through every single case of someone, uh, people who are in process to be deported. Okay. But if they have no criminal background. Ah, that was so Spanglish. If they're. <laughs> deported. Deported. <laughs> um, if they are, they're, they're planning to identify low priority offenders. So if you don't have a criminal background, you're elderly, you've been here in the country since you were little, They'll they you will go? review your case, uh, uh, your case with the intention for you to stay here in the country. Oh, mm. my God. Here's what I got to say about that. That's ridiculous. Hey, hear. there's a... Okay, go ahead. Okay, okay. Let, no, let me hear. Are you finished? Let me hear. Here, here's <laughs> what I got to say about that. Well, okay. The irony here is that even though I have a strong opinion on, uh, you know, a potential amnesty for uh, the 20 million plus uh, illegal immigrants in the United States, I think it's just lip service. I think that as long and Obama is full of that, we're going to review uh, in two weeks after I come back from my vacation. I'm going to have a plan for stimulating jobs and uh, creating a, a, a better economy. I didn't, th- I didn't do it two years ago, but I'll do it in two weeks. And I think it's just lip service because how many, how many cases is that? 300,000. 300,000. And they will be thousand. individually reviewed. Individually reviewed. That's yeah. part of the stimulus package, create a job. Listen, That's a very good point, they're, brother. They're very good critics, point. Good job. Shit, are, I'll take that job. The critics of this... <laughs> Get paid to just... Look at paper and let's hear the critics. And then my my paisas go, hey paisa, <laughs> what'd you do, Holmes? They're, oh, they're, <laughs> they're, all right, you go. 
They're definitely <laughs> say, seen, saying that it's a political movement because yes. Obama's approval ratings have gone down. Yes. The Latino vote was so big to get him into office. And they were like, where's our promise about immigration reform? What happened? You haven't done anything. You've been lagging it. Although I would, I would say he's a little busy with the economy. Okay, well then let's let's talk about the economy. This is is what he's done. Let's talk about the economy. Unemployment is back up to twelve percent nationwide among African Americans, which is the vote he relied on and the vote he's taking for granted in twenty twelve because he did that little bus tour uh, in the white parts of the U.S. Then go into the inner cities. Unemployment is like 21% in the African-American vote. And he's had two and a half years. And we were already in crisis mode, granted, when he came to. He should have been in full service. Let's move it. But what did he do? What did he concentrate on? What did he want to do? He wanted a legacy. He wanted to outdo the Clintons and say, I'm going to pass a health care program Mm -hmm. because that will be my legacy. Well, guess what? He forgot that millions and millions of Americans are unemployed. Millions of Americans' homes are being foreclosed on. Mm-hmm. And, and the economy uh, worldwide <clears throat> is looking bleak and dismal. But he was too busy trying to leave a legacy. So, Mr. Obama, two and a half years later. Hey, bro. Hey, bro, on. isn't that what every president tries to do? Is leave a legacy? Not necessarily, no. Sometimes their legacy no. <laughs> is not. Look at, look at President Bush. President Bush, <laughs> He left a legacy. He left a legacy. <laughs> the mierda. No, no, he left. Let me finish. He, had, he left a legacy. Sometimes if you go. I would have left the job too, también, shit. <laughs> Let me tell I'm out of here, Holmes. Oh, que second term or third term, ni que nada. Here's I'm what I got here. to say about this George. This is a w- mess. George W. Bush, of course, left a legacy. Everyone leaves a legacy. <laughs> and I'm not singling me, out George Bush. And let me finish. Anybody. I'm just saying Can that I it's finish a mess, my, period. Let me finish my thought. He um, but your thought evolves into another one, so you never really complete no, a thought. Because, I don't because you're interrupting, dude. Because you you're just interrupting. Going, let me finish. Because let me, let me because it just goes on. There you go. I just turned off his mic. So here's the deal: the um, uh, the the legacy that there's a difference between go, make, going through the trouble to try and make a legacy and leaving a legacy. Now George W. Bush legacy. Let me finish. George W. Bush's legacy was sort of. Within the first 18 months or whatever of or whatever it was, September 11 came along, and his legacy became the Patriot Act. Um, home. Um, the, oh, uh, I uh, have issues with that act, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Do you the same act that uh, that Obama just extended? Thank you very much. The fact that Obama ran saying that he's going to close Gitmo and extended Gitmo. The fact that Obama said he's going to bring That's back what the I'm troops saying. and is sending troops back out. You have an issue with it, but guess yeah. what? Obama came into office and realized, you know what? The legacy that Bush has left us has kept us safe, and it's working, and he's extended it. Why doesn't anybody say anything? How no. does his legacy? How does his legacy? Is it that's working now? When I feel like we're trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars in debt because of his legacy, because he wanted to go to this war. What? We have a no. two different country war going okay. on that we're left with to Obama, have to deal with. Uh, and Obama <laughs> has ramped up that very same war. Let me tell and you, he's also gone into Libya. Uh, on a so-called humanitarian act. Let me tell you what this whole legacy is. Constitutional we're, not, vote. we're not just with Libya. NATO is with Libya. NATO is that. It's still costing Hold us. Hold on a second. It's it's us. Let me tell you. It's us, but it's not just us that think that need that humanitarian effort as well. You, I'm not saying it's just that because obviously there's a, a 
economic reasons for that, obviously, with the oil resources that they have over there. However, can we not realize that it's not just U.S. helping Libya? It's a whole NATO group. It's not just You know us. what? That okay, she said it. She said it. She said it. She's going to, I'm going to expound on that. This legacy just you're talking talk about seeds, okay? This, this legacy <laughs> you're talking about uh, is not a political, you know, because of a previous president or term legacy, it's a it's a private interest legacy that started a long time ago, which continues to compound itself. Because okay, what legacy is that? What 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 private? The the uh, the private the the uh, oil companies, uh, the banks. Uh, How about uh, those does, private interests? Why that, doesn't anybody remember? Because let me tell you, that the, there was planes crashed no, into the World Trade Center in nine eleven. Of 2001. Why do you keep talking about oil? Because where do, you, where do you think that started from? That's not the point. The point is when you're under attack, you defend. And when George W. Bush... Okay, but no, well, I'm, not, at, I'm not arguing that. It's a war what what I'm terror. talking is legacy. It's a legacy that's been going on for years, and it's not no, getting no. any better. It, it's just going to self-destruct. You can't put it on a term, uh, a, uh, what do you call it, a Democrat or a Republican. You can't put it on a president. Nothing. It started. It's much bigger than that. And if we keep on this level of this argument, we're never going to see it. Here's the deal. And maybe we don't want to see it because we love our vacations. But we love our, our microwaves and our chemicals and all that kind of stuff that makes life so much easier. I, and we don't want to face the fact that without it. All I have to say is this. Our country was is under attack, and when George W. Bush took over as president, humanity of the United States, and Earth is under finish. attack. Oh, here we go with uh, hug a tree. Uh, yeah, go. well, see, that's the thing. That's where we the, need to. That's hug where a we, tree and the terrorists. Will that's us where alone. we need to align ourselves with. Okay, and and all and and really, all I hear in the media and even here in Twin Talk is about some kind of uh, democratic or. Public Republican or some president or or some ruler or something like that. I don't care. And it's really we're, I don't know, care if it was a Republican or or Democrat. It's but a when, private but, interest but legacy. When, but when I we're when that. we are in the when we are in the deepest recession since the depression. You and, see, same and thing. You're, and you're trying same your argument. hardest to leave a legacy about and passing this this health care bill that's going to put us more into. I'll tell into, you one thing, bro. I'm, I'm not it's depressed. A, <laughs> I'm going to turn off his mic. Because, dude, I let you finish. Let me finish. When, when, you, um, when, you, when you come into a, a recession, the deepest recession since the Depression, and it's becoming a worldwide recession, mm-hmm. and the, 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 you spend most of your energy trying to pass a health care bill that half of the Americans didn't want and is going to cost us a lot of money, why would you worry about that? When Joe Schmo just cares about paying the bills, Joe Schmo just wants to keep his home. You know, yeah, the healthcare system screwed up. I agree, but dude, we're in a recession, okay? And when you're driving around America on these two big black buses, and I ain't saying black because he's a black president, they're black buses, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> they're black, okay, jet black, and they cost one point one million dollars. And you had them built in Canada. Why don't you challenge an American company to say, hey? In order to stimulate, let's innovate. Wait, you don't build them here. Let's. Build hey, them you here. sound we, like Mr. T, bro. We can always. Show. We, <laughs> I, pity, I pity the fool. There's always <laughs> things that you criticize, like I, when we were in the full throngs of starting to go into this war with Iraq. Right. When Bush was in office, it, people would talk shit that he was vacationing in his Texas ranch. So it's like, what are you doing? We're just getting to this big war. Uh-huh. You're over there with your damn cowboy hat riding on them horses. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Did you know we that, that President criticize. Obama has golfed twice as many times 
President Bush <laughs> had up to mio. this point. Oh, in my the, God. Let's kill terms, him because he's terms. gone golfing. Look. No president is ever going to be considered perfect. No. I think in this situation, no, we are, like you said, we're in a super duper duper shithole in the recession. It's really bad. I don't think anybody can come out of it in a perfect way. I think Obama, he has had his mistakes. He's had his flaws. But I think he's done it in a way, in the best way that any president can. We're going to criticize. Beg yes, he didn't, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't focus on it right off the bat. You know what? He's done a lot of flaws. And this is what going back to okay, this, then why to don't this people, immigration why not, reform. Why? Why do they? Why does he get a pass when he ran in his campaign and said it is unconstitutional? He said in his campaign when they asked him, "Will you go to war? If you were go to war, will you get constitutional vote to do it?" And he said, "Unless we are being attacked, I will not go to war without a constitutional vote." George W. Bush did it, but he got a vote from the Constitution, from the uh, Congress, I should say, and Obama didn't. And he calls it a humanitarian war in Libya. It's not. Mm-hmm. You just heard Lisa Deftari say the same thing. Mm-hmm. She agrees. Why does he get a pass when he says he's going to close Gitmo and then extends mm-hmm. it? No one says anything about it. Why does he get a pass when he says, I'm going to bring back to- troops? And I he don't think he continue- gets a pass. I think people No one talk- says anything about I think it. Hold on. Let me tell you. about what he's been doing. Let me tell you what George Bush said. I know what I believe. I will continue to articulate what I believe. And what I believe, I believe what I believe is right. <laughs> that's George Bush. <laughs> so I'm not that's dogging. A man, that's a man with conviction. I'm not dogging, <laughs> he may I'm not not dogging George, uh, George Bush okay. or any president. Dude, was- it's just that that's what's happening here now. And that's what's happening on the news. It's everybody just gibbering. Okay, so I say gibbering? we just, we, yeah, gibbering. we go to the next. We are gibbering. Let's go to the next one. Hey, uh, good, good call on that one, Jackie. Good one. I knew it. I knew it would start a fire in your ass, Jose. Yeah, yeah. It started a geyser. (laughs) (laughs) A geyser up my ass. Okay, so let's talk about prettier, nicer, peaceful things. Twins. I think think (laughs) this is someone who definitely stood for civil rights and peace. Uh, We have a new Martin Luther King National Monument. Yeah, I saw that. Fantastic. That will be open to the public. It's going to be at the National Mall in D.C., and uh, oh, okay. so the public was able to see it this past Monday, yesterday. Awesome. Um, however, there's going to be a big ceremony for it this Sunday. Um, President Obama's going to be there, and he's going to have a time capsule buried with the statue. Mm-hmm. There's um, little like phrases from his "I Have a Dream" speech because he did have his um, "I Have a Dream." Speech he had a dream <laughs> <laughs> in, in that same area. And awesome. um, Sunday, which is the event, will be the 48th. 48th year anniversary of his speech, awesome. which is one of the most recognized speeches in the world. And we had it on circulate or on rotation on our show for a while, on uh, our station. Um, you know well, what? Good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, it uh, took about over 15 years for this monument to come into fruition. It cost 120 million dollars. Orale, who's the artist? 115 million dollars of it, though, came from this foundation, his foundation, to raise the funds. Oh. Listen, I hate to, I, I hate to. Go back to this only because... Or is it the rent? Listen, I hate to go back to this because I just want to give people props and equal time. And we have Mary Lou Aguirre on Facebook saying, there's been criticism of president vacation, the president's vacation at this time, but how does the number of vacation days the president has spent compare to his predecessors? According to CBS Radio's Mark Noller, he kept track. So far, President Obama has taken 61 days after 31 months. At this point, George W. Bush spent 180 at his ranch where his staff joined him. Ronald Reagan had taken 112 vacations. Well, perhaps we weren't in a recession, and they were not in Martha's Vineyard. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, we move on. I'm sorry. I had to give people equal time. <laughs> Thanks for chiming in, Mary Lou. We appreciate you listening. All right, go on. So th- let me have to, let me tell you something. Um, by all intents and purposes, we're talking MLK. Martin Luther MLK. King. Martin Lu- for, for all intents and purposes, Martin Luther King was Republican. Okay, isn't that crazy? Um, he is the most conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, morally speaking, and he is when it comes to personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have not listened to the "I Have a Dream" speech, I highly recommend that you go look it up. It is one of the most articulate, best worded uh, speeches ever. And I am told that it was most of it was extemporaneous, and mm-hmm. he just what is that? Extemporaneous. That he just it sounds that like he it hurts. Se le salió. <laughs> like, oh, that explains. Se, se le salió like, like a guy. That yeah. explains the anus. <laughs> It just came out, <laughs> and and here's and here is uh, uh, here he is the bastion of civil rights, the bastion of like of like. No, uh, you mean Martin Luther King, not Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, a great man, and uh, it's about time that he has uh, that's that monument. Isn't that, uh, yes. It took over fifteen years for this to happen, so well, now he's props, you know Holmes. now he's amongst the Lincoln Memorial, you know all all of these great national. Leaders, the Lincoln Log. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Holmes. Pro- props to MLK. Okay, we're and running out of time. We're running out of time. All right, all right. So we're going to talk about a story that kind of made me mad, dude. Let's hear it. Okay. <laughs> so, Jose makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs> so this past weekend, so we're in preseason of of football, NFL, and there was a brawl against the Raiders and 49ers game this past Sunday, and two people were shot. One of them seriously injured in the hospital. The other guy, not so serious, but still shot. Another guy was found in the bathroom, beaten unconscious. There's video of that. And you know the guy, and uh, apparently it was a spread out brawl. What what stadium was it? It was Candlestick Park in San Francisco. Oh, in San Francisco. Um, uh, The Oakland Raiders and the San Francisco 49ers. They're neighbors. Yeah. They're yeah, like, they're rival teams. They're rival right. teams. They're right across the bay from one another, mm-hmm. and it was an all-out brawl. Like yeah. I remember when I went to see Run uh, Run DMC back in the day with LL Cool J, and everywhere they go, there was riots. It was like that. There was no matter where you went, there was a fight. You were trying to avoid, and you're running, and there's chairs. Being and thrown. that happened in Candlestick Candle Candle Park? Candle Park. And here's what I got to say: two words, the cause of it. Two words. Raiders. <laughs> uh-huh. Raiders. More like stupidity. Raiders. I hope that the Raiders do not decide to come back into LA. I'm not a Raider hater. Yeah, I'm a Raider hater. <laughs> <laughs> but we already got too many Goombas here in, in Los Angeles that are looking for an excuse. Goombas. <laughs> we don't need. Is that a? That's an Italian thing, right, Mr. Baero? Um A Goomba. Uh, we don't need any more Goombas causing problems or having excuses to do it. There you go. My thing is why? Okay. So we're still dealing with Brian Stowe, who was, like, severely beaten up, still on life support and all these tubes in his face from the beating up here in Dodger Stadium. He's from San Francisco. Right. So these people from his hood, shouldn't they have, like, learned his lesson, learned their lesson, like, sportsmanship? <laughs> learn their a, lesson. Just, it's just Yeah, we're going to go over there and make you it's learn your lesson. <laughs> Why are you shooting people? Let's send the Dodger fans over there to teach them a lesson. <laughs> who, like... I hope that they find whoever did this uh, and then let me have at it with a bat and beat the crap out of them because it is whoa, just so, pretty, <laughs> it is just so annoying. Don't take her off. And you already ate too. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if she didn't eat. Oh, it's worse. It's worse. I don't understand. It is. It, it does suck. It made me mad. It definitely made me yeah, mad. Yeah, it, piss, it pisses me off. We got to move on. I'm sorry we're running out of time, folks. So what do we have? What? what? So last story of the night. 
splash mob violence, guys. Okay, so we know of splash mobs of like people showing up in the middle of a mall, Perverts. dancing, doing silly stuff, like flash mobs. mobs? Mm-hmm. Right. It's turned kind of violent, guys. A flash mob is this, brother. When people uh, a mob of people well, flashing. No. no. It's when people get <laughs> I was gonna be where they organize ahead of time. <laughs> they do it via f- telephone or text messages or social networking and they say, At this place, at this time, everybody meet and spontaneously we're all gonna start dancing the, uh, uh, and they synchronize a dance. That's how it started. Like they would rehearse a dance, and next thing you know, you're walking through the mall, and there's 150 people surrounding you just dancing in a synchronized fashion. Mm-hmm. And they surprise you, or, or they break out they've in Christmas carols. They've done it carols. in airplanes. They've done it in airplanes where uh, I saw one on a uh, Hawaiian Airlines. This group of uh, Hawaiian dancers just started hula dancing on the airplane. Right. So it's kind of known as a fun, cool, spontaneous thing. However, it's turned into violence. There was a robbery at a 7-Eleven in Maryland from a flash mob. They showed up at the 7-Eleven and stole from the 7-Eleven. <laughs> Where was this? This was in Maryland. Maryland, wow. This is in Maryland. And then also a main a key point that they're linking it to is social media because this is really the way that they get together and organize. Well, let me tell you something. It also happened in, in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, Philadelphia may- the mayor of Philadelphia... Michael Nutter. <laughs> Ironically, he's Michael Nutter. It is a sad name. But this mayor, he's a home <laughs> he's a homeboy. He grew up in Philadelphia. Uh-huh. He's from the hood there in Philadelphia. He's now the mayor. And he was pissed off last week. <laughs> and last week <laughs> No pun intended. He was pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> Mr. Nutter. Uh he was so pissed <laughs> off that he that he had a press conference and announced that they're gonna have curfews and there's gonna be increased police presence. On top of that, uh, social programs for kids to be able to go to to distract them from getting in trouble. But he also had an admonishment. The day before he had that press conference, and I'm gonna play it here, he he got he did he uh went to the Mount Carmel church where he goes to church and the pastor allowed him to go on the on the pulpit and speak and he told people off. Listen to this. We're fathers. And pardon, pardon the, the audio, it's pretty bad, but uh, that's the way they, they got it. Fathers. And maybe you're sending a check or bringing some cash by. That's not being a father. You're just a human ATM. You're just an ATM. And if you're not providing the guidance and you're not sending any money, you're just a sperm donor. You're just a sperm donor. You're what the girls call out in the street. That's my baby daddy. That's my baby daddy. Now, you know what? And he also had things to say about the way these thugs, because a lot of these kids that you see on you see on surveillance video and what have you doing there, what the, and on YouTube, there uh, a lot of them look appear to be African-American kids. Mayor Nutter is an African-American mayor, and he happens to be in, African, in an African-American predominantly African-American church, and he gets on people's case about the way they they dress and stuff. That's part of the problem in our community. Let me speak plain. That's part of the problem in the black community. Right on, Mr. Mayor. And many other communities. But a particular problem in the black communities, we have too many men making too many babies that they don't want to take care of, and then we end up dealing with your children. We're not running a big babysitting service. We're running a big government and a great city. Take care of your children. The majority of the, uh, the people flash mobbing were youths uh, as young as 11 years old. Yeah. 
And so that's why he's admonishing the parents. And he's also gets on the case of, about the way they he dress. He should get on the case of YouTube también. He, he was. <laughs> Here we go. All of them. Take care of all you children. All of them. You know, you're sitting around with your jaws tight. Oh, she got two or three other guys around. Well, if you were doing what you were supposed to be doing, she wouldn't be with the other two or three guys in the first place because you would be there taking care of all your children. Now, you are around for the sex. Now be around for the parenting. Be around for the parents. The immaculate conception of our Lord Jesus Christ took place a long time ago. And it didn't happen here in Philadelphia. So every one of these kids has two parents who are around and participating at the time. Right on, Mr. Mayor. So if you bust a nut. Ain't no immaculate conception happening up in here. If you bust a nut, Mayor Nutter says, take care. Take those doggone hoodies down, especially in the summer. Right on, Mr. Mayor. You tell. Pull your pants up and buy a belt. No one wants to see your underwear or the crack of your butt. Now, the audio is pretty bad. I'm sorry about that. I tell you what, if I lived in Philadelphia, he has my vote. For re-election. Why don't you work on extending your English vocabulary? Extend your English vocabulary beyond a few curse words that you know, some other grunts and grumbles, and other things that none of us can understand what you're saying. And if you go to look for a job, don't go blame it on the white folks or anybody else. If you walk in somebody's office, with your hair uncombed and a pick in the back and your shoes untied and your pants half down, tattoos up and down your arm, on your face, on your neck, and you wonder why somebody won't hire you? And that's why there's 20% plus unemployment in the African-American community. That's, now that's not because to, they're doing flash mobs. No, that's not to say that all African-Americans, and he preceded this sermon by, by talking about um, the African-American youth and all the youth in Philadelphia, that most of them are upstanding youths. And he also talked about a lot of their achievements, you know, the fact that they have a lot of achievements, achievements in, in school and what have you. But he did say for that group of kids and the groups of kids' parents, you know, and you heard what he said. So what I got to say, there's no cayete cabron for me today, but I got to say right on, brother, right on, Mr. Mayor. Um, you have my vote. That's what I got to say. Okay, cool. <laughs> so let's stop the flash mob violence, kids. From Just keep on dancing. No flashing. <laughs> <laughs> from from direct from Jackie Casas. She says no flash mobs. Shout! Thanks so for coming, Jackie. Jackie any more any more uh, current events? We're good. We're good. Any more than chili fries? I still got some. <laughs> <laughs> Pass them over. <laughs> do you want Do you want to give any shout outs before uh, we let you go? Can I give a shout out to my super, super, super sweet friend, my angel, Patty Tokahuda Kelsey. She will be listening right tomorrow on. when she can listen in, but she's already giving a shout out on my Facebook. Nice. And I love her, so shout out to her. Please listen all the time. My brother isn't annoying every na- every show, just some <laughs> of the shows. <laughs> so anyways, that's Jackie Casas with Current Events. Shout. Thank you, Jackie. Okay, so we're going to go. We'll be right back, and uh, when we come back, we're going to have Jackie... Joyride from Run Devil Run 
on the phone. So stand by and we'll be right back. Tired of that same old talk radio? Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. They crossed an ocean to get here, over 9,000 miles on their Mama Said U.S. tour, from Sydney to Los Angeles to New York, and they're coming back. Australian rock and roll juggernaut Sunset Riot in concert September 3rd at Joe's Great American Barn Grill, brought to you by Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. This is your last chance to see Del Rio, Ziggy Scott, JP, Jazz, and Resh on a special farewell doubleheader with the ambassadors of the Sunset Strip. Sometimes you gotta dance Run, Devil Run. Sunset Riot, Run, Devil Run, the Gold Coast meets the West Coast, September 3rd at Joe's Great American Barn Grill in Burbank, California. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel or go to TwinTalkCast.com for details. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel at 7 p.m. And there you go. Wow, promotion, baby, promotion. I can't wait. That's going to be a lot of fun. So make sure you guys go. Put it on calendar. Bring your friends. And, in. and it's free, ladies and gentlemen. And I got to tell you that these two bands are amazing bands. And uh, uh, we have uh, one of the guys on the phone right now. Oh, no, I just hung up on him. What a <laughs> dork. But anyway, let me tell you. Run, Devil Run, uh, one of the fantastic um, bands that is going to be on our doubleheader, they just kicked, like we said earlier, they just kicked off the Sunset Strip Music Festival with a, a, a performance on the main stage at the Key Club. And they did all of the events there. Including the uh, the red uh, red carpet event where they honored, um, where uh, Motley Crue was honored. Right. Motley Crue was honored this year. And they're pretty much a staple on the Strip. They are it? a staple of the Strip, but don't, uh, let's not be uh, confused. They do branch out they've been all over the country and they're a fantastic band and um on there right now on the phone with us from run devil run mr jackie joyride uh jackie can you hear us oh my boys how are we doing tonight hey jackie i'm sorry i hung up on you a second ago yeah what was up with that i haven't even, <laughs> i hadn't even opened my mouth yet and usually you know uh, i i and give him the chance to say something offensive before you hang up on me. <laughs> Sorry, brother. Hey, listen, congratulations on yet another. Um, you're becoming a staple at the Sunset Strip Music Festival. Congratulations on all of that. Uh, well, you- thank you. It was uh, quite an honor to be as involved as we were. It was uh, quite the experience. Now, let, let me ask you this. On September 3rd, you... Thank you so much for gracing us and being part of this double header with Sunset Riot and Run Devil Run. We're really looking forward to it. What do you want people to what do you want people to know about this? I want them to know that it is going to be well, everything they should expect from an event like this. I mean the bill really says it all. Sunset Riot, Run Devil Run. I mean, this is just we're gonna blow the roof off this place. So I want them there in full force and ready for action here. You know what? It's uh, we just heard a promo, and they're talking about the Gold Coast versus or meets the West Coast. But Run Devil Run, although you know a bunch of West Coast kids, I mean, you really are an, an international band. You guys have done some traveling, and and a lot of people know about. It. You want to talk about that? We do our best to stay busy. I mean, you know, uh, Sunset Strip is really you know home to us, but you know we've got to spread the gospel as far and wide as we can. Uh, you know, we're, we're we love to see the world. It's an amazing, it's an amazing journey along the way. Uh, there's so much of this great world to see. 
and uh, we just want to conquer it one stage at a time. What's next, aside from that awesome bill with uh, presented by Twin Talk with Jose and Angel with Sunset Riot and Run Devil Run, what's in the works with Run Devil Run? We are working on putting the finishing touches on our brand-new full-length album. And so we are eight songs in, which is two to go. We've been uh, holding ourselves away down in the bomb shelter, um, which, uh, believe it or not, is uh, uh, not a bomb shelter. It's actually a, a studio uh, <laughs> owned and operated by Eric Kretz, and it's just a, an amazing location. And it's, it's quite incredible because usually, you know, musicians, we're supposed to hate everything we do, but we're actually very excited with what we're hearing so far. It's been an incredible experience working with them down there. I, I highly recommend anybody uh, to to the location. It's, it's been a lot of fun. And then we'll be following that up by uh, taking stage with Bullets and Octane for their big reunion show back at the Viper Room at awesome. the end of September. Awesome. That'll be the first time that they've been uh, together as this lineup in, I think, like five years, and they are uh, just legends in their own right. And so uh, it's just more good stuff coming your way. Awesome. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey, we're going to go into a musical Have break. You, we're going to go into a musical break. Will you want to toss to our song uh, from Run Devil Run? What should we play? Oh, you know, i got to say right now, I could use a little Hey You in my life. Show. Nice. All right, Jackie. Go. Thanks so much for joining us. We look forward to September 3rd. Talk to you later, boss. Always good talking to you, boy.
And that's a track. I dig the way that ends, man. Awesome track from Run Devil Run. And you know what? Um, hey, you know what? We're still. I wanted before we do, we're gonna do something we never do. We're gonna play a double header of tracks. Um, and um, because we're having a double header of show on September third at Joe's Great American Bar and Grill, that Sunset Riot and Run Devil Run. Kicking yeah. ass here in Burbank. So make sure you go. It's for free. And then before we do, let me talk a little bit. Sunset Riot, as you know, has been traveling the country. They kicked it off here at Theo Luis's Garage on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And um, uh, they recently, not only are they rocking the U.S., but they're doing a little bit of uh, a little bit of diplomacy for Australia. They went, and here's from the York News Times in York, Nebraska. They It says, on the second day of the school year, classrooms were filled with students again. After lunch break, students returned to the Epworth Village Learning Center, and there was a riot. Members of the Australian band Sunset Riot stopped by the school, and with thick Australian accents, the band members spoke to their audience about their dreams and how they've worked hard to accomplish them. So a little inspirational speeches and some uh, autographs and some I'm sure some hugs and some laughs from Sunset Riot at a school. In uh, Nebraska, I think that's fantastic. I think that's really cool too. I read that article, and uh, a lot of kudos to them, and uh, good for the guy, the kids over at that school too. Hey, listen, come check them out. Sunset Riot, September third, with Run Devil Run at uh, Joe's Great American Bar and Grill, and right now a track, New Day.
That was New Day from Sunset Riot, and it was a double header. Hey, you from Run Devil Run, go to our show September 3rd at Joe's Great American Grill Bar and Grill in Burbank. It's free, folks. Show hey, really quick. I want to give a shout out to uh, Papa Dell, Terry Owen. What's up, Holmes? Thanks for listening again. And uh, listen, I thought again. you said Papa Rio. Or Papa, <laughs> excuse me, Papa Rio. <laughs> I meant Papa Real Holmes. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, so now, as we promised, my brother's going to introduce. Uh, today we have uh, our guest is co-creator of CompleteBalance.com and co-author of The Energizer, Nine Habits to Energize Your Body from Inside and Out. Mr. Jeff Baedo, let's hear it. Thank you. Thank you, guys. First of all, Jeff, thank you very much for your patience. We've gone a little bit on the twin time, a little bit behind. Thanks so much for being here with us. Yeah, it's great to be here uh, inside the Twin Pyre and, uh, <laughs> and specifically in Tia Luisa's garage. All, it seems like all great things happen in a garage. Yeah, uh-huh, right. right <laughs> computers get to, you know created. and I uh, got high for the first time. <laughs> I got high for the first time. I, I copped a feel. <laughs> <laughs> only, for, only good things. <laughs> for, the, for the records, I must clarify because this comes up often, the drug, the drug uh, 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 debate. I am vehemently against drug use, and that includes... Marijuana, but I did try weed, and I did inhale when I was a <laughs> freshman in high school. Okay, I remember that. That was funny. Anyway, <laughs> Jeff, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Uh, Jeff Baedo from CompleteBalance.com. What is Complete Balance? It, it, you guys are you guys are posting it here as a way to not only get healthy, but but give to charity. Yeah, get healthy and give back. That's uh that's our motto. Um, you know, whether people want to lose weight, uh, reduce stress, or just feel better. Uh-huh. Um, it's just nine simple habits, things that we all know we, that we want to be doing but often aren't. All nine of them can be done in 15 minutes a day. Um, the program is a technology that literally holds people's hands um, on a day-to-day basis with check-ins and accountability and some rewards. And every month that they do the program, uh, it's $10 a month. Uh, every month that they hit their goals, half of that goes back to a charitable cause that they okay. that they want to support. Before I get to the... How the heck are you making money if you're giving half of it away? Okay. Um, go ahead and get, adjust your mic. Get comfortable. Um, how is it? I mean, what's what's why? I mean, you hear a lot of wellness programs, and it sounds like a lot of this, it sounds like a 12-step program and things like that. I mean, what's different about Complete Balance that that's going to – that's going to make it a success for people to lose weight or get healthy. Yeah, you know, um, almost everyone in the entire world's been on a pro- been on a program, tried something. Uh, if you look at the titles of a lot of the programs that are out there, they're thirty days to lose thirty pounds, six week to six weeks to six pack abs. Right, but the problem like is what like, I got right now. Yeah, <laughs> mad abs. <laughs> but after, even if you have great results on those, after you stop doing the program, everyone has had an experience of going right back to where they started. So we focus on habits. An actual change in a day-to-day um, okay. routine, so that you keep the benefit forever. Okay, so because there's a let's just use relapse or recidivism or whatever you want to call it. People, it's hard to stay on track. Yeah, and uh, you're right. I mean, I've heard that if you do a ha- if you do a repeat something uh, for two weeks, it becomes a habit. Or whatever that is. Well, we all have heard that, but that's not true. How many of us have done things for two or three weeks, and then it, that's not a habit? Oh, interesting. It, I mean, it's it, habits are things that we end up, however long it takes, becoming part of our daily life. So how does it become a habit or a good habit? We're talking about good habits. Good habits. How is it? Or do we have to you know, buy the book? 
No, no, no. There, this is all this information. People know the information. Really, the the differentiator is we know what we should be doing. You can ask a five year old or an eighty year old um, what a couple of things would be to improve their health. Everybody knows the answers. This isn't brain surgery. Okay. Um, the difference is is knowing what to do and doing what we should be doing. So if if I was gonna if you wanted to make it any change in your life, like running, we were talking about that earlier, Jackie. Yes. <laughs> you know, if it's left to your own devices, you may you may be excited for a couple days, but if nobody's checking in with you, if no one's holding you accountable, pretty soon we kind of give ourselves a break. So what we do is we kind of check in. You commit to doing just a couple simple things, and then we check in with you all the time, and that accountability is what makes all the difference. Okay, okay, I got that. So sort of the buddy system. Let's talk yeah. about those people that that are that that are checking in. What do you uh, can you expound on that? Yeah, what do you do? I mean, is this like Big Brother and they <laughs> we're watching? We're, we are watching you. Yeah, we install camera and yeah, <laughs> no, no, it's simple. It's you know morning emails that are have a little inspiration and a reminder. It's just like if you wake up and whatever you check first, and you know, and that goes into your kind of your consciousness, your thoughts for the day. Mm-hmm. When people are thinking about and they're just reminded, uh-huh. hey, drink some water today, get some exercise, um, have some fruits and vegetables, they end up making better decisions. Mm-hmm. We tell them exactly how to do it, exactly what to do, and we keep it super simple. Um, but we do re- we remind them first thing in the morning, and then they have a way of checking in every day, and that's what ends up raising money for charity. Mm-hmm. So the incentive again is is if you believe in a cause, you know we help support kids going to school and at an orphanage in Peru or clean water in some villages in Africa, whatever the cause is, mm-hmm. uh, people will stay connected to that. And in, uh, in case you need to outfit your your bus, your one point one million dollar bus. <laughs> To, to be bulletproof and so you can roll around <laughs> okay, the Midwest. So you can pick whatever you want your donation to go towards? You know, we're, we're consistently adding more and more charities. We Right now, we've, we've sponsored certain ones so that we can actually send enough money uh, so that a project gets completed. But as our community grows... Um, we keep adding more and more nonprofits so that the choice becomes larger. Here's the deal. I mean, you're, you're definitely. Hold on. This is a testimony from uh, Stephanie Harris in uh, New York, New York. This program has made me a morning person, and you have no idea what a miracle that is. <laughs> I know a few people that can use that. <laughs> okay, so here's what I here's here's what comes to mind. Okay, uh, in response to that to that uh, testimony. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, it's made that this person who probably gets up at eleven thirty. Now this is what comes to mind: bullhorns in the front of the uh, front of your house. Wake up, <laughs> you lazy bum! <laughs> it's me, Jeff from Complete Balance. We're gonna save the African children. Wake <laughs> up! I think that might be a much more effective technique than what I'm actually <laughs> using. But no, I'm sure it's not like no. That. This what, explain that. How and, and, this and, is not a boot camp type of uh, a program. Let, uh, let's say, let's be in case in point. How did that? How did this person in, in particular? How did she become more of a morning person? Yeah, you know, it starts with um, someone wanting to change. So that was obviously one of her goals mm-hmm. um, was to wake up with a little bit more energy, mm-hmm. and that's what we found. Um, we've helped thousands of people over the years in our wellness center in Orange County, mm-hmm. and no matter what they started with, they ultimately wanted to feel better. Mm-hmm. The quality of life is what everyone's looking for. Right. You said something. uh, We were talking earlier, and you mentioned something about uh, on Complete Balance, uh, a lot of the programs uh, that are out there, uh, they'll pair up uh, a diet and exercise, uh, and that alone... uh, uh, can the, cannot give you the the change in lifestyle that you need to maintain this uh, balanced, if you will, uh, uh, lifestyle. And and uh, in complete balance, 
you, it's not just those two things. What else? Well, we focus on nutrition, fitness, and stress release. Most programs are focused on one area in particular. Mm-hmm. Nutrition, there'll be a strong element there, or, mm-hmm. or fitness, mm-hmm. and very few things take care of any kind of stress element. Mm-hmm. So we do a, just a little bit in all three of those, mm-hmm. because when they work together, it's powerful. The, you know, the benefits that happen are much, you know, are much more powerful. So, so yeah, so now, so now we've joined complete balance. And yeah. I said to you, okay, dude, pull out your bullet horns, whatever you're going to do. Um, I, I, what, I send a check every month and half of that goes to, you know, uh, Ethiopian kids. Yeah. With, you know, with technology, you sign up, it's a reoccurring billing for as long as you want to be a member. Obviously you can quit anytime, but most people, again, it's, uh, they start it and, um, use it as a way to keep them, hold them accountable, but then they stay because of the community and they end up liking some of the different experts we have who blog or the different contests we run. Let's talk about your experts. You have a team. It's not just uh, Jeff and brother, Jason that, and Jeff. That are that are available, that would be available for whomever would choose to uh, get on the program. Yeah, so what we're, what we're creating is um, like an aggregate of information online. We have our specific program that we promote, but then we know that it's not just our voice that people will respond to. Mm-hmm. So we continue to invite more and more people in the areas of nutrition, fitness, and stress release in, and then they get to blog or hold um, teleseminars. If, if, you know, their, if their information, their um, message is in alignment, then we want to have people have access to as Yeah, and what's, what are their credentials? Let's talk about some of these people's credentials. Well, we have, yeah, nutritionists and yogis and some elite athletes. You know, anyway, they... And they're committed to teaching simple life changes. You know, they're not asking people to make a huge change in their daily life. Um, start small. Do it consistently. Give us give us a rundown. Give me a rundown, okay? Jackie's just started running, okay? But it's not a whole life thing because <laughs> you're just running. Well, I, I want it to be more of a lifestyle yeah. change, not just a, a ha- like kind of like a habit because you know we have habits. We brush our teeth every day, which I mean most of us brush you do? our teeth and shower <laughs> every day. To? I hope <laughs> that we all shower every day and brush our teeth every day. So I kind of want it not just the running aspect, but having some sort of exercise because for me, I don't I don't gotta go crazy to work out and sweat and I'm all like roja and stuff. <laughs> I just I just want to feel better yeah so how can i because like i said i get obsessive with things and then i let it go i'm out um within a couple weeks couple months with exercise and keeping active in month two months three months how can i keep it something consistent in my life that's a great question and if you if you know that you're the obsessive type i mean maybe you get you kind of run through the course of running and Mm -hmm. you're kind of over that but I think Angel was saying, you know, then maybe you try something else and you find a different thing to get into mm-hmm. so that you're always moving from one. You, know, you can change obsessions. Should just I plan ahead for that? Because then because see, that makes sense because see, then I get over it and then that's it. I don't I don't plan to pick something else. up. But I who plans ahead? I mean, who plans p- the Joe Schmill? Like we got people who are really good at it. Rachel K. Are, well, I'm, I'm just hot, saying that because maybe that works better for me. Yeah. But who plans ahead? I mean. How does that work? I mean, is that where you come in? Where well, somebody comes in, one of your specialists, and say, hey, remember we talked about yoga? yoga? Didn't mm-hmm. you? Let's start the lotus position or whatever that is. You know what? <laughs> it has to start with an intention. And most, I mean, every day we're seeing more and more headlines of how crazy bad the health of our country is. We, right. all, yeah. we all know we need to be doing something. Mm-hmm. So the intention is starting to become more and 
stronger and stronger. Mm -hmm. So for you, if that is, I mean, we just want to continue to offer different suggestions. We're not a we're not a boot camp. We want to say for you, if that works, mm -hmm. if you have a something planned for the next month or after that, great. Someone else wants. We have a 90 day fitness challenge happening. People are getting involved with that. Nice. And, you know, then we'll involve. You know, then we'll move to a secondary thing. But we want to always have different options. So if people are excited about nutrition right now and that's where they're making change, great. If they're in fitness, but ultimately we want to have them keep a few of those things long-term. In you know. Does balancing nutrition and fitness in, in your wellness center kind of segue into stress relief? Like stress relief is kind of like, I want to spend more time with my family. I don't want to yeah. be stressed out about work. Is fitness and 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 good health kind of have a foundation or that or is it the other way around they're all tied exactly and if you make a change a, a positive change in any of them it affects the other ones if you do yeah. a positive change in more than one of them it increases exponentially the benefit um so yes there's there's tons and tons of examples of that mm -hmm. um but of course and having like real priorities like spending more time with your family is awesome mm -hmm. like that's a noble cause to be moving towards versus trying to look like mr Mr. Mr. Universe. I want to look like Mr. You, Universe because you're, almost, you're almost there. I'm yeah. already <laughs> almost there. Just <laughs> looking. Now let's talk about. Like, let's talk about. Uh, Ray, Rachel K just chimed in, and she's a hard. She's like she's a hard body. She she wants to know. You mentioned the 90 day fitness challenge. What what's that about? Again, we're um, we're looking at most of the country. Eighty, just under 70 percent of our country right now is either overweight or obese. Right. Just under 70%. That's amazing. Most the, of them are Mexican kids. <laughs> <laughs> the World Health Organization that rates industrialized countries in yeah. terms of health and all these different indicators, we rank consistently at the bottom. 72nd we ranked in the last one. Mm -hmm. We tried naming 71 other countries. It's not easy. Wow. So, And we're so educated. We know. We know we're just not. So, so get to the fitness challenge. So for us, again, what we want, we recognize that the masses really need a starting point, not a huge program. So the P90Xs, the Insanity programs that are out there, they're awesome. Right. And if, if she's already a hard body, that's probably where Trust she's Trust me, you're she's pretty a, close. She's yeah. a hard body. <laughs> that's probably where she's going to go because she could jump into a 45-minute or an hour-long workout and have it be like she could, she could do it. Most, uh -huh. of the, most of the world can't. Uh -huh. So right. we start with 10 minutes. Gotcha. For, for the Joe Schmo. Yep. And and I'm doing it as well. It's just at a different level. So if you're if you haven't been doing anything, ten minutes and it's a light ten minutes. If you've been doing some, it's ten minutes and it's medium. If you're if you've been doing more, but we recommend it doing doing it first thing in the morning because it wakes you up, gets mm -hmm. your metabolism going. An extra ten minutes added to a workout that you're normally doing will make a huge difference. Right. And if you're not doing anything, just doing ten minutes every day will change your life. Lose weight, feel better, your stress will go down. It, it's an like it's always beneficial. But we start with 10 minutes. That's what we want. We want people to get 10 minutes, and then they'll go, like you said, when you were starting to run, you did three. I did three minutes, dude. Three minutes. <laughs> I did three minutes. Thank you for, you know, <laughs> how it. many people, when they're like, oh, I used to run four miles, and they, you know, they get all excited, and they load up the iPod with all their favorite songs, and they get new <laughs> shoes and the whole thing, and then they try doing four miles the first day, uh -huh. and they end up run walking, but they're super sore. They, the next time... Like that wasn't a fun experience. They're they're not going to do it again. Exactly. But now, but we're not just talking about the novice though, because I you, it's interesting you bring up the fact if you're already working out, yeah, that ninety second or that ninety day fitness challenge could be an additional, yeah, ten minutes of whatever. And it does it does it have because we're talking about total wellness. It's not just we alluded to time with your family and yogas and things like that. It's total wellness. Where does that fit in? You know, not just physical, but mental emotional emotional and spiritual and so um we talk about again nine things and 15 minutes a day 
And so in the habits, I mean, they're just super simple, but there is a gratitude journal. Um, oh, there's, oh, a, I love that. there's a to-do list and what, how we recommend doing the gratitude journal, which a lot of people have had some experience are three things that happen today so that people aren't always just saying, Oh, I'm grateful for my family. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. But what happened today? Like, let's focus mm -hmm. on looking at the things, small things. Mm -hmm. But when we start doing that, our attitude changes, um, and we feel better. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, there's just, there's tons of scientific report, you know, research that shows our thoughts are, are influencing our physiology. Mm -hmm. Interesting. You brought thankfulness because I'm looking at your book right now and a quote by Gerald Good says, if you want to turn your life around, try thankfulness. It yeah. will change your life mightily. And another one, an Estonian proverb that says, who does not thank for little will not thank for much. Bunch of ingrates out there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we just, we, we get caught up because there is a ton of stress. Our lives are fast paced. And so it, it's yeah. hard to stay positive. Right. You know, it, there, and there's a lot of things that we have that are, um, the world's tough. Yeah. A, a, a book that changed my life, I read it about 25 years ago, was called what I'm plugging it. What the hell? It's it's one of those books that's been out there forever, so it, it won't make a difference. What to say when you talk to yourself. Mm. And it has to do with positive personal speak. Mm -hmm. Because how often do we find ourselves, a lot of a, a women's example is like, oh, wow, that chick's got a nice dress. I'll never fit into that one. Or, dude, that guy can paddle into that wave really well. Psh, I'll never do it. Well, you're just programming yourself. Into not doing it, yeah. mm -hmm. and when you when you when you first of all are thankful for your attributes that you do possess, and then tell yourself, "I'm a good surfer," or "I'm a this." I think I think this program, from what I've gotten from it, it kind of takes it a step further than that because uh, with the the resources provided there, like the uh, the yogis and the life coaches, and uh, which are uh, you know they they're established, um, you're engaging uh, where it's not just a word. You're actually engaging in being, uh, uh, you know, in conjunction with the nine habits in your book, with the program and the resources, which is the key thing, is these resources that I think you were alluding to earlier. And I, I witnessed it as you were talking to Jackie. Uh, you were affirming her wanting to be with her family. So there, that is a wellness thing, a key thing that I think that will, uh, that, that inspires and motivates and that keeps us uh, on our path. Where whether it, it it is our health or anything else. So, when people start when people start really thinking about it, health is always always one of the top things that that are our priorities. Family's always right up there. Mm -hmm. So feeling better improves our quality of life, mm -hmm. and that's really what we want. Mm -hmm. And so, if people feel good, life's better. Mm -hmm. They make better decisions. They they spend more quality time with their. That's kids. That's what I used to tell my girls. The girls I dated. Oh, all of them? <laughs> all of them. That you're dating at once? All of my girls. Play up, baby. Yo, baby, if you feel good, life is better. <laughs> Let me tell you about the geyser. The inner geyser. <laughs> my inner geyser. So, so um, let's go on. I interrupted you. Um, let me ask you this. Let's, let's, you're talking about the nine habits to energize your body. Let's, let's, let's. Inner, energize. Energize. Let's encapsulate. If if you had your pitch meeting and you were stuck in the elevator in the elevator with the man who can say the magic words so that everyone can be part of this positive movement, what would what would you say? What would be your elevator conversation with that person? You got what three floors to say it? Yeah. What would you say to this person? Would you give your, yourself fifteen minutes a day to feel you know to feel better than you have been, continually be feeling great, and to give back to a cause you believe in? Wow. Done. 
Done. <laughs> and if so, this is just a simple way. And, and we've had so many awesome stories. One CEO, um, we, we, one of our simple Let's habits, hear stories, yeah. Yeah, one of our simple habits is bounce and shake. And so if you give a baby to anyone in the entire world who's standing up, right. you hand a baby, what's the first thing that anyone does? They bounce and shake They them. all do because it's, <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the most natural and best movement for that baby. It calms them but energizes uh-huh, them. Uh-huh. It's also great for us. Uh-huh. So we do one minute of that in the morning. Everybody can do that. We bounce and shake. All right, Angel, let's bounce and shake. Yeah. I'm bouncing and shake. <laughs> 60 seconds of that, and you just it's just an energizer. So he was literally waking up and doing <laughs> – Oh, you guys are awesome. we got to get this. I'm bouncing. <laughs> this is, uh, I wish we were on television so you guys could see the magic that's happening. But Real um, soon, baby. Very soon. Uh-huh. He was waking up to and uh, needing a pot and a half of coffee. He'd wake up, hit snooze a bunch of times, do a pot and a cap pot and a half of coffee, uh, and then make his way to work. He started doing this. He watched his amount of coffee reduce immediately, the number of snoozes that he needed to hit. Well, and But the, he said the thing that really turned, that was the turn, is he was getting out of the house 45 minutes earlier and home 45 minutes earlier to spend time with his family. But, okay, so, but how? How do you get up? Because it's, if it's already hard and you need that pot of coffee to get your butt up, how the heck are you going to get up 45 minutes earlier well, and bounce and shake? Yeah. Do you call me? No, no. So here, here's one of the things. When you start doing things, like when you, if you haven't been running, you start running, you know, you go through that first couple days, weeks of uh, it being a little bit hard. But when you start to, when the endorphins start to hit, you start craving that. Right. It mm-hmm. makes you feel good or you have more energy and mm-hmm. you wake up with that's more energy. True. You get more fruits and vegetables. In your, you know, mm-hmm. we do smoothies. We recommend because that's a fast way to get a whole bunch of nutrients. Right, right. You have a drink, two mm-hmm. minute drink, and all of a sudden your body has more energy. You have mm-hmm. more fuel. So it's not it's not me yelling on a megaphone. It's that you genuinely feel better. Right on. So here we yeah. go. Completebalance.com. There's blogs here. Let me tell you the categories. Lose weight. Feel good. Stay healthy. Get fit. Eat right. Increase energy. Improve sleep. Relieve stress. Bounce and shake. No, I made that one up. <laughs> we have a shamanic healer. A yogi holistic life designer. Mm-hmm. Finance. Even finance. Goes, health coaches. A pe- people with PhDs and personal trainers. Fitness coaches, body image experts. In other words, look good because you already feel good. And you could start for a dollar and continue. Yeah, it's ten dollars a month after that, and up go. to half of that will go to. Wow, that's fantastic. Sure. Well, you know what? Um, I think it's a good idea. I, I totally think I get the complete balance uh, concept that you're presenting, uh, and uh, I've for forever have been uh, trying to say the same thing you know you you can't just do one thing it has to be a complete balance thing yeah like this. <laughs> you know i could have said it better myself that's exactly it that's we should exactly have just interviewed you Angel. i know you didn't even need me this is great yeah i, I ought to ha- i ought to include the chill lounge in the uh, complete balance.com too so anyways before we let you go uh first of all thank you very much thank you guys really Thanks, really brother. appreciate you, your Jack. being here with yeah. us Thanks for your patience. Oh, and let's give a shout out to your brother who is co-founder yeah. and co-author of The Energizer, Nine Habits to Energize Your Body from the Inside Out. Your brother's name is Dr. Jason Bayetto. And what is, his, what is his expertise? He's a he's an amazing chiropractor and has an awesome wellness center in Placentia, California. Everybody, we talked about this earlier, everyone should have Ugh. a good chiropractor. Yeah. I was a skeptical years ago, about Still eight years skeptical. ago. I was a skeptical patient when it well, came to Well, this one is a multitasking one. <laughs> yeah, it, it'll, he has miracles happen yes. all the time, yes. and it's just it's powerful when yes. people have had a good experience. Absolutely. Okay, his, uh, his uh, motto, it says here, be healthy by choice, not by chance, and... Jeff Bayetto's motto is feeling good is an inside job. Mm-hmm. That's on the Energizer, Nine Habits to Energize Your Body from the Inside Out. 
from the inside out. Inside out. <laughs> yeah, from the inside out from completebalance.com. Before we let you go, do you want to give any uh, social networking or any last words? Yeah, word? so if, if you guys are interested in checking it out, um, completebalance.com, just click on the big banner. You can try it for a whole month for a dollar. We donate that dollar, and then every month after that, it's just 10 bucks, and up to 50% of that will go to charity. You know what? We right spent on. most of our time talking about the wellness part and the health part because that's what people are always asking about. But remember, this also is to give back to charity. Yeah. I mean, 50% goes to a charity. Win-win. That's, that's amazing. Of so your choice. Not only do yeah, you feel good with what you're doing as your goals, but you feel better that you're actually helping out. So it's part of your too. total wellness. Yeah. So it's complete wellness. That's complete. Well, anyways, <laughs> Jeff, uh, uh, did we finish your Yeah, buddy? that's awesome. Thank you guys so much. Thank right you on. very much for joining us on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We're really happy you're here. Hope you can come again sometime soon. We'd love yeah. to. I'd like, I'd like to. Uh, I like that as well. Anyways, uh, brother, and we gotta go. And when we come back, we're gonna have Angels Chill Lounge. Don't go nowhere. You're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Kick back. Thank you guys. And listen. Like if no one cares or of your cause or grief or like no one wants you or just had to leave. Well, ask yourself, are you really alone? Is there not a next of kin or your neighbor next door? What about the smile from the passerby, whether brief or from a stranger? Is it not a connection or are you really alone? What about the birds by day and crickets by night? that provide musical score in the scenes of your life? Are they not creatures like you and I? Or Mother Earth and the skies that sustains us with bread and with light? Are we all not connected in this scheme of life? So don't stop at the feeling. Let it flow and let go. It'll change your perspective and add an L to alone to transform alone to all one. Chill. One love. And that's another edition of my brother Angel's Chill Lounge. (laughs) And another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts and from the depths of our geysers. (laughs) 
for listening to us every week. Remember, you can always catch our shows on podcasts on TwinTalkCast.com and on iTunes. Because we're iTwins, so just search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel and friend us on Facebook, Twin Talk Show, and Twitter, Twin Talk Show. We want to thank Lisa Deftari from LisaDeftari.com. Check out her website for being with us today. Also, want to thank Jeff Baero and his brother Jason, who was here in spirit, from CompleteBalance.com. Thank you very much for being with us, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. You know what? We're going to give him a chance to say thank you or hello. <laughs> oh, Awesome. Awesome. There you go. Anyways, and of course, we want to thank Jackie Casas for doing our chill, our, our current events again. You're right welcome, on. guys. <laughs> Thanks for the fries, too. You're I snatched a couple. <laughs> remember, remember September 3rd at Joe's Great American Bar and Grill in Burbank. Come on down. Sunset Riot and Run Devil Run. It is the best doubleheader you have ever had. And it's free. And make sure you tune in next week when we have comedian Rudy Moreno, who was featured on the Lopez show and uh, at the Ice House all the time in Pasadena. Rudy Moreno. Rudy Moreno, comedian here in Theo Lisa's Garage, live on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And now it's time for a good night. Good night, y'all. Shoo!